Hi, I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society. With me on this Friday morning, as always... Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. This is Something Wild, our weekly examination of the flora and fauna of New Hampshire. Cold this morning, huh? Yeah, winter in New England. Yeah, and along with that comes the usual grumblings from New Englanders about the cold. Hey, I'd say I'm allowed to grumble just a little bit when you consider how poorly adapted we humans are for living in the cold. Right, but it's the adaptations to the cold that have allowed certain species in New Hampshire to flourish. Yeah, I was watching birds coming and going at my feeder the other morning. Lots of those little chickadees with their teeny tiny little toes. How do their feet not freeze off? They have the ability to restrict blood flow of their legs so they can keep their body core warm. But they also don't have much flesh and muscle down there. Well, that makes sense. If I was out at your bird feeder, in my bare feet, my toes would probably freeze off. Right, but chickadee feet are mostly just bones and scaly skin. And the restricted blood flow adaptation is just one that allows them to survive the cold months. What other adaptations do they have? Well, shivering. When the sun goes down, they shiver. They raise their metabolism. They generate a little heat. Then they shut down and they get cold, cold, cold. But then at a certain point, the shivering mechanism kicks in again and they generate more heat. It's like the furnace in my basement. It's not running all the time, but just when the house temperature dips to a certain point. Exactly. And in this way, they survive the long, cold winter months. And there's an advantage for chickadees and other birds that spend the winter here, right? They have a leg up come spring. Yeah, they avoid the hazards of migrating through unfamiliar places and maintain their presence on their breeding territories. Right, so they get an early start in breeding and frequently can hatch their first brood while their migrating cousins are still traveling back to the state. You can kind of break down our natural world into species that thrive in the cold and those that avoid it, either by migrating or by never coming to cold climates. Cold means death for some species, but it's the best hope for others, like eastern hemlock trees. How so? Well, the hemlock woolly adelgid, it's an insect that can't survive long stretches of cold, which means it has a hard time expanding its range into the vast hemlock forests of New Hampshire. That's bad news to the adelgid. Yeah, but good news for the hemlock trees that it feeds on. This insect is killing hemlocks in milder parts of the country. But here in New Hampshire, hemlocks are less affected. So that's a case of an insect pest failing to fully adapt to the cold. So what adaptations have trees developed to survive the cold? Well, hemlock's not strictly a northern species, but all conifer needles shade tree trunks from exposure to direct winter sun. Also bark. What? <laughs> no, I mean tree bark. Oh. There are trees with light-colored bark, and there are trees with dark-colored bark. I'm going to guess that dark bark helps in the cold months. I know I like to wear dark colors in the winter because they absorb sunlight and keeps me warm. Yes, but unlike you, trees aren't warm-blooded. Dark bark does absorb low-angle sunlight, and so the trees warm up and expand during the day, and then the temperatures plunge again at night, and this kind of warming and cooling prompts the daily freeze-thaw cycles, and you could end up getting cracks in your bark. You mean like the potholes that form on the dark, paved roads? Yeah, exactly, and then you've got holes in your bark, and you're exposing yourself to all kinds <laughs> of injuries and infections. And So that explains why we have so many birch trees in northern New Hampshire. Exactly. Paper birch trees, trembling aspen, beech trees. Uh -huh. The further north you go, the more of these light bark trees you'll see. So I was at an apple farm late last fall, and the leaves were all down and the fruit was harvested. But I noticed that all the trunks of the apple trees were painted white. What gives? Same basic principle. Those apple farmers are trying to protect the bark of the tree from exposure to the winter sun and maximize next year's crop of apples. Wow, that's wild. And it's something I didn't know. And in the meantime, stay warm. I'm Dave Anderson. And I'm Chris Martin, keeping my bark warm. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR. Thank you.